Welcome to Pathfinder Academy. Class is now in session. Here are your professors, Caleb and Christian. Good morning, class. You may be seated. Today's lesson is on the Samsarin race. This is part of our race overview series where we go over all the possible player races. And right now we're on the uncommon races. Samsarins, Christian, you've been looking forward to this one. Yes, the Samsarins are... As I mentioned in our last episode, mostly a wholly um, unique idea. Like, I don't think they pulled the idea of Samsarans from pre-existing lore of any kind, or at least not that I'm aware of. Well, they definitely look interesting. I'll tell you what, the art in this book makes them look really cool, but we'll get to that in a second. Samsarans appear similar to humans with dark hair and solid white eyes with no pupils or irises. Skin tones are generally shades of light blue. So already we're getting the appearance kind of 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 the undying to love it with the blue skin. But that's about where the similarities end. Samsarans are mysterious humanoids with pale blue flesh and transparent blood like the waters of a trickling brook. Oh, thanks for saying a, a trickling brook instead of a still one. <laughs> I can't stop bleeding. It's, it's flowing like a river. <laughs> Someone build a dam in my veins. <laughs> Samsarans are ancient creatures even in their youth. A Samsaran's life is not a linear progression from birth to death, but rather a circle of birth to death to rebirth. Whenever a Samsaran dies, it reincarnates anew as a young Samsaran to live a new life. Her past memories remain vague and indistinct, and each new incarnation is as different a creature and personality as a child is to a parent. I think this is already awesome. They don't really go much into, like, the society... Like, where Samsarans fit into society, which I don't really care about, they talk about how they live their lives, like, how they are functionally different. And for me, like, I'm realizing less is more for me with these race descriptions, and I, this is, like, perfect. This is doing it for me. I agree with that concept, definitely. So as a guy who does um, homebrews all the time, I don't need to know about the society. This part is the part that's interesting to me. We've, we've, you've boiled away all the impurities, and you left just the part I want to drink. Interesting, I ask, I cannot put my finger on this art. They've got like this beautiful blue hair, the blue skin, but it's it's like a step away from transparent. They almost looks like their skin is transparent, but it's not. Almost like their their hair is like crystal, but it's not. Almost like these clothes are transparent, but they're not. Very well done here on the art as opposed to the last guy. Ooh. I really do like the way they look. But about this rebirth, I got a question for you. What's so interesting about being reborn again if it specifically says you're going to be very very different then what's the point it's like i'm just another person it does person. it does say that their memories are vague and indistinct although they're not strong they are there and i we will see reflected in some of their racial traits that that does play a role in it their past memories do play both a role-playing perspective and a gameplay perspective on them well since uh, i think it's more apropos than any other race to talk about their ages simsarans are adults at 60 years old Middle-aged at 150, old at 200, venerable at 250, and can live up to 850 years old. This is the highest of all the races, the highest one. There's other races that have been this high, but nothing has been higher than this level. So let's put this on the same with the Sylph, with the Ifrit, you know, with the elemental races, with the elves. I mean, that, that's not fair. They get to live multiple lives, and they're the longest lives. They get quantity and quality. Man. <laughs> Wait, I'm wrong about the elf. So actually... Interestingly enough, uh, this is the same with the elemental races, but they can live to be maximum older than elves, but elves reach the different pillars at a higher age. So that's an interesting quick little twist. 
But yeah, that is weird that they're like, I'm super old and I die and I come back. My question, how does this work? I die, I come back. Does that mean every time a Sam Saren dies, another one is conceived of immediately? Or do they just like like pop on it? Oh, I appeared under a fig leaf. Somebody put a crystal under a couch patch and I appeared. I'm a gift. Like, how does that happen, Christian? I don't know, Caleb. I wasn't there. Like, I didn't witness. <laughs> Like, well, I, Christian, <laughs> I'm already poking holes in your lick in your your translucent blood. I can't, I can't. There's like an analogy here. I'm just not smart enough to to come up with it. But there's holes. I'm poking them. Yeah, it's like as Dance soon as like leak. the uh, the BBEG cuts down your Sam Saren party member, they just reappear as a baby right in the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like they come out of the clothes, almost like they're polymorph. <laughs> this is baby in adult clothes, casting level twenty spells. Like they still keep all their class levels. All right, all right. Let's talk about uh, their their stats. Oh, oh, sorry. Real quick, dumb. Uh, they uh, can be between five foot six inches and six foot eight inches, and they weigh between 120 and 190 pounds. Now let's talk about their stats. And they're tall, and they got everything going for them. <laughs> they are insightful and strong-minded, but their bodies tend to be frail. Plus two intelligence, plus two wisdom, and minus two constitution. Wait a second. Is that a wholly unique stat spread? Is that plus two to two mental stats and minus two to a physical stat? I don't think we've ever seen... We've definitely never seen this specific one. And I don't think we've ever seen two bonuses to a mental score with one to a physical. Uh, minus to a physical. Uh, I can't remember so many... We've done like 50 races, Christian. I can't remember. You think I'm, you think I'm that smart? Well, Christian, ta- well ta- I, take my word for it. <laughs> I can't remember what I ate for breakfast. Samsarin are medium-sized creatures. Sam Saren are humanoids of the Sam Saren subtype. Way to go out on a limb there, Paizo, great. Uh, they have a base speed of 30 feet. They begin play speaking common and Simsarim. If they have a high intelligence score, they can choose any human language, Abyssal, Aquan, Orin, Celestial, Draconic, Giant, Ignan, Infernal, Nagaji, interesting, Tengu, and Terran. Hmm, Nagaji. They couldn't pick Samsarin. What, what's this going on there, huh? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, what's, uh, why, uh, why my voice going up? They have the racial trait Lifebound. Sam Saren's gain a plus two racial bonus on all saving throws made to resist death effects. Saving throws against negative energy effects. Fortitude saves made to remove negative levels. And constitution checks made to stabilize if reduced to negative hit points. I want to see these guys RP. Uh, yeah, what are That's a good question. I'm not sure. It's not listed. Oh. Um, that's really strong, particularly at higher levels in more high fantasy campaigns, because a lot of big bad evil guys tend to use death-type saving throws and death effects and things like that. Shards of the Past. A Samsaren's past lives grant her bonuses on two particular skills. A Samsaren chooses two skills. She gains a plus two bonus on both of these skills, and they are treated as class skills regardless of what class she actually takes. These guys are turning out, are setting up to be real powerful. (laughs) They're a pick-your-own-adventure book, but you get to pick your own stat bonuses. <laughs> this is, re- like, the min-maxers, uh, GMs of min-maxers, be warned. Uh, what are my two terrible, worst skills? Okay, now they're class skills. With a plus-two racial bonus. Yeah. So that, that's basically, like, a plus-five right off the bat to two skills. Yeah. I don't know, Christian, there's got to... Remember when we went over... I'm sure you forget, because you don't care about anything we actually do the merfolk and we're like oh well they have all these great things they better have something negative about them and then we found out like oh i can move five feet i'm, a, I'm literally a snail i'm like a snail don't put salt on me i leave a little slime behind these guys better get something negative christian well we got to keep in mind with their um life bound ability that gives them all those mm-hmm. bonuses on saving throws 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They already have a minus two to constitution, so you gotta look at that more mm-hmm. like a plus one. Don't believe me. Samsarans have low light vision. You know what that well, means. I'm just saying, like, when I, like, if I do a 20 point buy and I'm making, I don't know, let's just say a fighter for simplicity's sake, I'll just get rid of two wisdom and put it into two constitution. Now my constitution zero and that, that negative's gone for nothing. I mean, that's not a big balance. Um, no, it's a pretty big balance because since no, they're, it's not really not. They're it is because when you go to bring their constitution higher into say, say you want fourteen constitution to do that for some Sauron, it effectively costs like two more because of the scaling cost of putting points into you. You're effectively putting six points into constitution versus four points into constitution, and every time you put a point, it's scaling up higher. It's a big difference. Yeah, I guess. Simsarans have low light vision and can see twice as far as humans in the condition of dim light. They get Samsarin magic. Samsarans with a charisma score of 11 or higher gain the following spell-like abilities once per day. Comprehend languages, death watch, and stabilize. Christian, uh, death watch is the second time we've really seen that. What are death effects and what is death watch? Are they related? No, death watch is a spell that basically lets you metagame and see everyone's HP nearby. Okay, cool. And what is the death effects that their lifebound help them get a bonus on? Um, suppose someone shoots, like, I don't remember the names of spells that actually do it, but it's basically like, make a fortitude save against this spell or die. That's a I death see. effect. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, nothing negative, Christian. I, these guys seem seem pretty, I don't want to say poorly balanced, but just pretty strong to me. I mean, we already. see plenty of races without actual negatives. I mean, none of the base races had any negatives associated with them, did they? That's true. I just, I'm not sure if they had the same level of strength. I mean, compare this to human. I, I think human's stronger still. Okay. That's fair. Well, let's but, talk about their but alternate he, But racial. humans are boring, so no one really calls them out for being overpowered. Let's talk about their alternate racial traits. This is one of my favorite alternate racial traits. I think they just have the one. It's called Mystic Past Life. You can add spells from another spellcasting class to the spell list of your current spellcasting class. You add a number of spells equal to one, plus your spellcasting uh, key score. So if you're a cleric, you use wisdom, so on and so forth. The spells must be the same type, such as arcane or divine, as the spellcasting class you're adding them to. These spells do not have to be spells you can cast as a first level character. So you could, say, choose a level 9 spell. Level 1, you just won't get access to it until you can actually cast level 9 spells. The number of spells granted by this ability is set at first level. Changes to your ability score do not change the number of spells gained. This replaces shards of the past. Now that, that right there is a power gamer's dream because there's certain classes that aren't wizard or sorcerer that would love to have some of the spells in her list on it. But I, I'm looking past that, and you're right, those two mystic past life and shards of the past can be really power gamey, but they can give so much to role-playing potential that ties in with mechanics, which is like my favorite thing. Definitely. And it's to note that they replace each other, so you can't get both. I think this is most useful for, say, a bard, so something akin to a bard. Usually the um, the in-between spellcasters with six levels of spellcasting, the magus, the bard, uh, hunter, because they tend to have like these mixed spell lists that are lacking the full nine-level spell list, so this can actually help you get some of those spells. Well, Christian, I think your excitement was warranted so far. I mean, we haven't finished these guys yet, so no conclusions yet, but so far... Definitely very interesting and very thematic. These guys are cutting out, or I guess girls, since so far we've only seen girls, have cut out themselves a really cool niche, and they represent it really well with the game mechanics. I really like, it's unfortunate they replace each other, I understand why, for balance reasons, but both Shards of the Past and Mystic Past Life really do have that kind of cool theme of, I've lived a different life before. 
I used to be a bard even though now I'm a sorcerer or yada yada yada. Definitely very interesting. For their favorite class options, they have monk, oracle, rogue, and wizard. The monk, I don't know, uh, this is again kind of hitting their theme with the uh, with their death effects, but you get a plus one half bonus on the monk saving throws to resist death attacks. I'm not sure exactly what a death attack is. Aren't all attacks death attacks, <laughs> technically? But this is again trying to fit with their theme, which I just kind of now realized, dummy me, I'm not sure why I realized, didn't realize that it was earlier, being people who are reborn over and over again, it makes sense they have some sort of you know, defense against death effects, that sort of thing fits well with their theme. I, I think a big reason why they have so much protection against that is because reading death attacks is actually like a whole description of spells and such. Um, typically, they say if you fail the fort save, you die. And what's really important is that raised dead won't work on someone killed by a death attack or death effect, which means that uh. technically maybe they won't resurrect if that happens to them. So they Ooh. probably really want to avoid that. That's interesting. I like that. You just put an interesting spin on that. They have an archetype called Reincarnated Oracle for the Oracle. Let's talk about their feat, Life's Blood. Your blood flows with eternal life and its healing powers allow you to use your blood to heal others. At will, as a full round action, you may perform a special bloodletting ritual through which you sacrifice some of your own vitality to heal another creature. When using this feat, you take 1d4 points of damage and apply your blood to the wounds of a living creature, healing it for a number of hit points equal to the amount of damage you took from the ritual. This is supernatural ability. Only you can perform this bloodletting. A creature cannot be healed by this ability more than once per day. Now, this is, I think, fairly uh, unpowerful. Oh, yeah. It's incredibly weak. A feat for 1d4 points of healing. There's a feat called Godless Healing that's way better than this. Um, but I did have a player who took this just based off of the role play, And it did make some really interesting role-playing moments. And I think that's... I always love my players do that. And, and I was the young GM then. I didn't do what I should have done. But nowadays, I would totally roll my players in other ways for, for taking up a whole feat slot for something just because they thought it was a very cool attribute to their character. And I think it, it does... It goes far for for hitting this theme of the Samsaren and representing them in a unique way. I mean, yeah, that feat is, it's not good. It's kind of like a, a fruit gusher where it's like bursting with this flavor. Um, but overall, <laughs> it's not a great treat. Okay, well, you take that back, Christian. Otherwise, we can't be friends because gushers are are the second best only next to, uh, I don't know, um, fruit roll-ups. So why don't you back up, Christian? It's kind of like back eating off. melted crown wax, but only the outside is hardened. Okay, that, that is gross, and we're going to move swiftly on. Talk about their equipment. Christian, what is the Samsarin life wheel? It's 25 gold. It is a handheld wooden spool that spins freely with a, within a box-like housing. Inscribed upon the exterior of the spool are dozens of Samsarin prayers, along with the names or symbols associated with a Samsarin's past life. Samsarins believe that spinning the wheel during meditation strengthens the spiritual connections between their former lives. As a Samsarin meditates with her wheel for at least 10 minutes about a knowledge history question relating to her own history or the histories of her past lives, she gains a plus one insight bonus on the check. Another not very strong item. I mean, it's 25 gold for a free plus one, essentially, but incredibly flavorful. There's, there's mm. just so much it's about. There's prayer. They have their own prayers. It's a race with their own prayers. That's so cool. And I know you said Samsarin is probably unique, but I know this item is, is, is finds itself. And, and certain Eastern cultures. I'm ignorant to which one specifically, but I've seen them. I only know this because I've seen them represented in games, though they were much bigger and didn't come in a box. They have a magic item. It is the Incense of Many Fates, cost 3,300 gold. 
When used during meditation, this incense allows the samsaran's consciousness to pass through past or future lives to learn more about an important person, place, or thing. This functions like legend lore, but only works if the subject is at hand. The transcendental state lasts for one hour, during which she can take no other actions. If she is disrupted, the incense's effect is lost. Incenses is a difficult word be plural creatures other than samsarans can use this incense but the connections to other lives are weaker and require deep meditation it takes 24 hours each block of incense lasts for one use christian it's the motif of this class of this last few moments of this class again interesting not super powerful well legend lore is a level six spell what to do it mostly it's one of the ones that's kind of like a divination sort of thing you ask questions and you get responses i'm trying to remember the specifics of this one and by remember i mean i'm trying to read and talk at the same time <laughs> and it's not going well so you, you try to get answers on a person place or thing when you complete the meditation ritual which takes a certain amount of time based on whether the object or the thing you're asking is at hand in which case we can only do at hand with this item uh, but once you actually finish the meditation it brings legends about the person, place, or thing to your mind. These may be legends that are still current, legends that have been forgotten, or even information that has never been generally known. If the person, place, or thing is not of legendary importance, you gain no information. Um, and as GM, this is fuel for me. Yeah, that it's very nondescript in exactly what you get, so it's very up to the GM exactly what you get about this information. This is great for story hooks and things. Uh, definitely as a GM, I see potential in this. Christian, why don't you talk to me about their spell? The short one. Karmic Blessing is a level 1 cleric spell and a level 1 witch spell. Uh, you touch a creature, and for one round a level, the target treats one skill of your choice as a class skill. Not super exciting, but still fitting with the flavor of learning things about your own past or things that you wouldn't already know. There are points when a skill check could be the difference between life and death, and I, I'll be happy to waste a one-level spell on them, but I think situational. Yeah, you had, to, you had to already not have it as a class skill. You need a point in this skill that's not a class skill to benefit from it because it's a class skill and you don't have a point in it. It technically does nothing. Um, a, a little niche, but effectively a level one spell to give you a plus three on a skill check sometimes. So Christian, how do we feel about the Sam Sarens? I really like Sam Saren. Um, I think, like I said, they're wholly unique. I really like their idea. And I just think there's someone that they're lore about them is so well intertwined with their mechanics that that is my favorite thing like that's what i spend my time when i'm crafting my characters i make sure that their backstories their past experiences who they are ties into what they can do mechanically so i can represent that in the game and samsarin handles so much of that with like really neat interactions like little mechanical things we haven't seen before such as adding spells from other spell lists to your spell list um, getting class skills that you wouldn't normally have because that's knowledge of your past life. That that's not, and it's not just like something you have to flesh out. They're just things that you can put in, and like just decide that you don't know a lot about your past life, and your GM can decide to do as much or as little with that as they want. I agree, Christian. These guys are very unique. I think we can both answer uh, the question: Did these? Did this race? craft for itself a unique place among the other races with only two page spread with yes with flying colors very unique very interesting uh, i had a player who played a sam saren i thought she leveraged it very well and i think that it can create some interesting characters and i'm, I'm very happy to see these guys especially after the, the nagaji which are a bit of a letdown these guys really exciting or these girls though is there anything here that says they can only be girls i don't think so no. this isn't like a changeling 
Uh, Uh, Typically, I know with, like, classes, they use whatever um, gender pronoun that the iconic character is. I don't know if they do the same with races. I had no clue that's how they determined that. I just thought it was random. Well, I guess the picture's a girl, so they said she. Is that the same with... We can test the Nagaji. That's a picture of a girl. Regardless, that's interesting. Cool. I'd never do that, Christian. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, cool. Sam Saren's interesting, cool. We both like him. You like him more than I do, which makes you better than me in many different ways. Uh, next is the Strix, who are interesting only the fact that they are a player race that start out with wings. So we'll see how power gamey this gets. If I thought Sam Sarans were getting pretty powerful. Let's see what they do to the Strix. Thank you all for listening. Class is dismissed. Pathfinder Academy is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our site, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. My friend Christian and I were just trying to find some eggs at this Easter egg hunt. Hey, Caleb, do you think these guys would be interested in joining us? You know, I bet they would. I mean, if they listen to Pathfinder Academy, they gotta be cool, right? If role-playing games are your thing, why don't you guys check out our other podcast, Trailblazers? Trailblazers is an actual play podcast where you can see many of the concepts addressed in this show come to life. Season 2 of Trailblazers has been great so far, and I especially like that you can get into it without any prior knowledge of Season 1. It's definitely a fun adventure, especially if you like mysteries and a dash of cyberpunk with your fantasy. If high fantasy is more your style, then consider giving Season 1 a listen. You can listen to Trailblazers on this very feed. We've got a bunch of other ways to listen as well, so go to our site tblazer.net for a complete list of the ways that you can listen. So go ahead, eat some chocolate bunnies, exchange baskets of candy, grab some dice, and join us. Man, Christian, I can't wait to hatch one of these suckers and get my very own dragon. Caleb, you know these are plastic, right? They're just filled with chocolate. Wait, what? Jacob, you want to play some D&D tonight? I can't. Uh, I have to go make love to my wife tonight. Oh, well, um, uh, next time I'll, uh... You know, I don't even know if I love her anymore. I don't really know her. Like, what am I going to do? Someone should tell Jacob that people change, and it takes effort to stay connected with someone. But in the meantime, the fellows at Tales from the Lich always stay connected through gaming and friendship. When you can't play, listen. Tales from the Lich.com. Hey, uh, ha- happy Valentine's Day.